Namo Buddhaya. Welcome back to Monks in the Morning from Colombo Dhamma Friends of Mahameonawa. The monks here are so happy to get to spend time with you now. It's really hard to find people in the world who are interested in learning and practicing the Dhamma. We love that you care enough about your future that you would spend time listening to these Dhamma teachings. Today, we'll learn another example of why our Supreme Buddha was the best teacher in the world. You know that sometimes the Supreme Buddha would even use his psychic powers to teach if he thought that they were necessary to tame someone's mind. Well, that's exactly what he did in the example that we'll learn about today. We'll also recite the Chandaparitta, so get your chanting book ready or click on the show notes link to download a copy or read online. Now let's take the refuges and the precepts. Sadhu, Sadhu, Sadhu Namo tasse bhagavato arehato Samma sambuddhasse Namo tasse bhagavato arehato Samma sambuddhasse Namo tasse bhagavato arehato Samma sambuddhasse Buddhang saranang gachami Dhammang saranang gachami Sanghang saranang gachami Dutiyampi buddhang saranang gachami Dutiyampi dhammang saranang gachami Dutiyampi sanghang saranang gachami Dhatiyampi buddhang saranang gachami Tatiampi dhammang saranang gachami Tatiampi sanghang saranang gachami Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu Say after me, I observe the precept of Abstaining from killing beings I observe the precept of Abstaining from stealing I observe the precept of Abstaining from sexual misconduct I observe the precept of Abstaining from telling lies 
I observe the precept of abstaining from taking intoxicating drinks and drugs with the refuge of the noble triple gem I observe these precepts for happiness in this life for rebirth in heaven to escape from the sufferings of sansara may it help me may it be a blessing sadhu 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 नमो तस् भगवत अर्हत सम्मुस हमेज टु द ब्लसड वन द वर्दी वन द सुप्रीमली इन लाइट वन साधु 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 नमो बुद्धाय I know that recently some of you have been thinking about sensual desire kamachanda. This is one of the hindrances that happens uh, when we try and meditate. We start thinking about beautiful things to look at or to taste or to touch or to listen to and it distracts our mind from meditation. It can also cause lots of problems in our lives in general. when we're too attached to material things especially to beautiful things so that reminded me of a story about one of the greatest disciples of the supreme buddha the arhat nun kema before she became a nun she was the chief queen of king bimbisara so maybe you remember that king bimbisara was a king of the magadha country and his capital was Rajagaha this is close to mount vulture's peak and it's sort of in the southeast area that the supreme buddha would live so king bimbisara was one of the very first disciples of the supreme buddha he was even devoted to the supreme buddha before the supreme buddha attained enlightenment so king bimbisara was very concerned about queen kema's attachment to her own physical beauty now queen kema was indeed very very beautiful and she had heard a rumor that the supreme buddha criticized beautiful things and so she was afraid that if she went to visit the supreme buddha he would criticize her for being so beautiful now of course we know that that's not what the supreme buddha would do he talked about the danger of beautiful things and especially the danger of being attached to beautiful things but he would never criticize someone for being beautiful 
He knows that we get to be beautiful in this human life because of good actions that we've done in the past. So she was afraid really for nothing because the Supreme Buddha would never have criticized her beauty. But all the same, she was afraid to go visit the Supreme Buddha even when he was so close by. So King Bimbisara had an idea. He thought that if he could convince his queen Kema that the bamboo grove, the monastery where the Supreme Buddha would usually stay, was so beautiful, then she would have to go visit it. So he hired some poets to make songs saying how beautiful Veluvana was, the bamboo grove. And he hired actors to sing these songs so she would have this desire, she would want to visit the monastery. And so that's what he did. And when she heard these songs, she thought, wow, this sounds like a really beautiful place. Where is this beautiful place? And she asked, and the singer said, ah, queen, it's the bamboo grove right here in your own city where the Supreme Buddha lives. So when she heard that, she thought, okay, I need to go visit the Supreme Buddha. If he lives in such a beautiful place, then he can't hate beautiful things that much. So one day, soon after that, she went to the bamboo grove to visit the Supreme Buddha. Now, of course, the Supreme Buddha knew that she was coming, and he had a plan for how he would tame her mind. He knew that she was so attached to her own beauty that something very beautiful would get her attention. So after she arrived, he kept on preaching what he was already talking about, but in anticipation of her arrival, he used his psychic powers to create the image of a very beautiful woman sitting next to him, fanning him. And so when Kema arrived and saw this beautiful woman next to the Supreme Buddha fanning him, she thought, well, she thought a couple things. First of all, she thought, well, my goodness, if, uh, if a beautiful woman like that can sit next to the Supreme Buddha and he doesn't criticize her, well, then he's not going to criticize me. So her mind relaxed. And also, when she looked at this woman, she realized that this woman was so much more beautiful than she was. She thought, I'm not even a sixteenth as beautiful as this woman fanning the Supreme Buddha. And so, in that way also, her mind got a little bit tamed, right? She could not be arrogant about how beautiful she was because she saw right in front of her someone that was so much more beautiful than she was. So, as the Supreme Buddha continued to preach, he caused that image of the beautiful young woman to turn into a very old woman with gray hair and wrinkly skin, bones uh, sticking out. And right away, Kema saw that and she thought, ah, that beauty that this woman had was so great, but just like that, it changed. Her beauty disappeared. This, these beautiful objects, they're temporary. They don't last. And then the Supreme Buddha caused this same image of an old woman to turn into a dead body that collapsed right there in front of Kema. 
And when she saw that, immediately her mind was changed about the nature of the material world. She realized, indeed, these, this physical form that we have, it's something very temporary. It doesn't last. Even if it's very beautiful right now, in the future, it's definitely going to change. And when she thought this, the Supreme Buddha said to her, Indeed, Kema, you're attached to this physical body, thinking how beautiful it is, thinking it will last forever. But now you see, it's just something temporary. It's not, uh, it's not something that we can count on. It's not something that we should wish for. And she agreed. And when she heard these words, she became a stream enterer right there on the spot. And as the Supreme Buddha continued to preach to her about the danger of being attached to the physical body, she attained arahantship. She became an arahant right there on the spot. Now, when she came there, she had no idea that she was going to become an arahant right there that day. But through the great ability that the Supreme Buddha had to teach people in exactly the way that they needed to hear the Dhamma, she attained the highest goal of the Buddha's teachings. And when the Supreme Buddha saw that she had attained arahantship, he said to her and to King Bimbisara, So, today on this very spot, the Queen Kema has attained Nibbana. Either she will pass away into Parinibbana, or she can become a nun. And King Bimbisara said, Oh, please, don't let her pass away today. I would love if she could become a nun. And of course, she was very happy to become a nun, because now she would get to enjoy the results of the understanding that she gained. So, right there that day, the Supreme Buddha ordained her, and she joined the Order of Nuns. Not only that, because of her great wisdom, the Supreme Buddha declared that she was one of his chief female disciples. So just like the Supreme Buddha has two chief male disciples, Arhant Sariputta and Arhant Mahamukkalana, he had two chief female disciples, the nun Kema, Arhant nun Kema, and Arhant nun Upalavanna. And Arhant Kema was the greatest nun for wisdom in the entire sasana. Now, for us, we're not fortunate enough to be living in a time when the Supreme Buddha is still alive, so we're not able to go and see him directly and get teachings like this. However, the Dhamma is still available to us, and when we hear stories like this, we can think, ah, this is exactly how I need to reflect. I don't need to have the Supreme Buddha make this image in front of me. I can imagine that these things around me are not going to last. Even if they seem like they last a long time, at some point we have to be separated from them. So if we're practicing meditation and our mind gets caught up in thinking about things that we want, either food that we want or toys that we want or games or anything beautiful that occupies our mind, we can think back to this story and remember how quickly beautiful things can change. 
and that if we make our happiness dependent on these external things, then we're always going to have to suffer when these things change, when we don't get these things. While we're meditating, we can see how much of a disturbance it is to be attached to physical things. And so when we remember a story like this, when we remember the great wisdom of Arahatnan Kema, we can think, yes, this needs to be a reminder for me too, that whatever I'm wishing for, even once I get it, it's not going to bring me real happiness. The happiness that it brings will be limited. So, I hope that all of us can keep in mind this amazing experience that the Arahant Nan Kema had when she went to see the Supreme Buddha. We should know that we should never be afraid to visit the Supreme Buddha's Dhamma, and that whatever Dhamma we hear, we want to take that deeply into our hearts and apply to our own lives exactly in the same way that Arahant Nan Kema did. So, through the power of this merit, through the power of practicing these teachings, may we soon overcome sensual desire and may we experience for ourselves the supreme bliss of Nibbana in this Gautama Buddha's dispensation. Sad, sad, sad. Namo Buddhaya. Chandaparita. Discourse given to the moon deity. Turn to page 34 in your chanting book. Whenever a disciple of the Supreme Buddha gets into trouble, the first thing that they should think about is their refuge in the Supreme Buddha. That's exactly what Chandima, the moon god, thought when an asura attacked him. We can find this story in the Sangyata Nikaya, in the chapter on young gods. Now let's chant it together. Namo tasse bhagavato arehato samma sambuddhasse Namo tasse bhagavato arehato samma sambuddhasse Namo tasse bhagavato arehato Samma Sambuddhasse Evang me sutang Ekang samayang bhagava Savatthiyang viharati jetavane Anatha pindikasse arame Tena khopana samayena Chandima Deva Punto Rahuna Surinde Nagahito Hoti Atako Chandima Deva Punto Bhagavantang Anusermano Tayang Velayang Imangatang Abhasi Thus have I heard on one occasion The Blessed One was living in Savatthi At Jetavana 
at anatta pindikas monastery at that time chandima the moon deity was captured by rahu one of the kings of the asuras thereupon calling to mind the blessed one chandima the moon deity recited this stanza namo te buddha virantu vipamutto si sambadhi sambadh pati pannasmi tasme saranang bhavati o buddha the hero i pay homage to you you are completely free from all suffering i have fallen into trouble please be my refuge and help me atko bhagava chandimang deva puntang arambha rahum asurendang gathay ajbhase then the blessed one addressed rahu asura inverse on behalf of chandima the moon deity thus tathagatan arhantang chandima saranangato rahu chandang pamuchassu buddha lokanu kampakate o rahu Chandima has gone for refuge to the Tathagata, the Arhant. O Rahu, release Chandima, the Buddha's radiate compassion on the beings of the world. अथ को राहु असुरेन्दु चन्दिमं देवपुंतं मुञ्चित्वा तरमानरूपो येन वेपचित्ते असुरेन्दु तेनुपसंकमी उपसंकमित्वा संविंगोलोम हठजातो एकमतंगेपचिंदो गाथायुरीम the moon deity and immediately went to the presence of vepachitti the leader of asuras 
and stood beside him trembling with fear with hair standing on end then vepachittida asura addressed rahu the asura with this stanza kinnu santara manova rahu chandang pamunchase sangvikarupo agamma kinnu bheto vatithasite rahu why did you suddenly release chandima why have you come here trembling and why are you standing here terrified satdhame phale mudha jeevanto na sukham labhe buddha gatha bhigito mi noche munchaya chandimante i have been spoken to by the buddha in a stanza requesting me to release chandima if i had not released chandima my head would have split into seven pieces if i lived i would not have had any happiness etena sachena suvatte hotu by this truth may they are be well being it was great to spend time with you again today We hope that you learned something new, and we really hope that you can use what you learned as you go about the rest of your day. Now, whenever we start to get attached to something beautiful, whether it's our own beauty or the beauty of another person, or even a beautiful object, like a favorite piece of jewelry or a picture, we know that we can think about this incident we learned about today that happened with Queen Kama. We can remember that whatever beautiful things we're attached to in our minds, has to change some day sooner or later when we think about this side of beauty it's easier to let go of these things now let's share merits today by body speech and mind we've done many wholesome actions and when we do actions like this we like for others to have happy minds thinking about these so may our teacher lokasoya hunksa may our parents our relatives all of our friends rejoice in this merit and may they soon experience for themselves the supreme bliss of nibbana in this gautama buddha's dispensation sad 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 namo buddhay